Hey, welcome back to the show. So, continuing on. Most major film critics boycotting Sound of Freedom despite massive box office success. No reviews from New York Times or the LA Times. This is from Breitbart. I understand some of the pushback you might have upon hearing me say it's from Breitbart. I completely understand Breitbart has, you know, eroded a little bit since its uh, namesake was McAfee, Epstein, however you want to put it. I prefer McAfee or McAfee. A little bit more lighthearted and a bit more depressing. Continuing on. Article is by David NG. Don't know if that's actually NG's uh, last name or how you pronounce it. David Ngig wrote this article. Let's see what David Ngig wrote. He's my Ngiga. The vast majority of major film critics are boycotting Sound of Freedom. With outlets including the New York Times, LA Times, and The Hollywood Reporter declining to run reviews of the recently released anti-child trafficking drama starring Jim Caviezel. Among major news outlets, only Vanity Fair, Rolling Stone, and RogerEbert.com have reviewed the film since it opened on July 4th. Yeah, and they've called it uh, all kinds of stuff. We've already covered that in the previous upload about this topic, so we'll just continue on. Ooh, sorry. Breitbart News since inquires to the film's editors at the New York Times, LA Times, and the Hollywood Reporter. None has replied. A spokeswoman for the LA Times sent a statement, quote, The Los Angeles Times does not review every film that's released theatrically. Well, now here's the issue with that. The issue with that major statement being that this isn't just any film. I would completely agree this was just any run-of-the-mill film that just happened to be performing very well. This is an independent film that was originally written in like 2014-15, started, started to be filmed in 2016, and then was rejected by Disney in 2018, shelved by other networks, and it was all put together by an independent film studio through crowdfunding. And this independent film, despite having only released on July 4th, has outperforming and outselling every other film. And you throw on top of that that this film itself is not only outperforming every major film released from the, you know, largely pedophilic Hollywood. That's a hyper. I'm not being hyperbolic. I mean, you look at the films, you look at what they push in society, you look at what they approve of, and even if the actor in question isn't uh, a pedo themselves or into that type of deal, they are happy to work with people who they know are. I mean, a lot of these people, sure, they may not be pedophiles, but did they stand up for years after for year after year after year at these movie and TV award shows and demand Roman Polanski? be welcomed back in the country and completely forgiven for raping a child? Are they those people? Did, did, did they stand up and demand that? Maybe they've never harmed a child, but do they support Roman Polanski? So, that, you know, even even if you're not directly involved with it, there's still like a, there's still like a sitting back, and this isn't like one of those, well, you know... My my friend's a conservative. No, 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 no. Being a conservative doesn't inherently harm anyone. Being a Democrat doesn't inherently harm anyone. The issue... Well, the political parties have some harm, but that's more of an esoteric argument for a different day. But when you know that there are people who are actively harming children or innocent people are being harmed, and you choose to just sit back because you want to collect a paycheck, 
Sub Zuckerberg, how's Instagram cleanup job going on? Oh, zero action to clean up Instagram after that little expose came out. Wild shock horror on that one, right? Anyway, when you know there's people being exploited, taken advantage of, and abused, and you choose to still associate with that person, and not only associate with that person, never speak up against them or call them out for it. Yeah, no, you gotta be. You gotta have that Hannibal Burst moment. If you want to not have me assume you're the worst type of person in Hollywood. Like, come on. At this point, you know, your really only hope is these independent film studios. A lot of, lot, and you can tell who, like, good actors are morally by how they're, like, viewed. Like, for example, uh, someone in the comments is going to correct me, I know this. But look at Chris Pratt. That guy was, like, Hollywood was big darling, rising star. Everyone was all happy. And as soon as he hit the stratosphere, right, and hit, like... Like, heartthrob, fucking TV, action dude type level. Well, came out that he was very Christian. And the church that he frequents with his family and his kids were baptized at are known for upholding traditional values of the church. You know, no pride flags and shit. And since his church wasn't a progressive, sold-out husk of God's house... He was attacked for it, but at this point you had so many contracts with big movies, and the pushback. You know, there's like it was like the height of me too was going on, so you know it was like, well, he didn't rape anyone, but we're still gonna treat him like shit. So he got to stay in. He wasn't kicked out of Hollywood. I would have had more respect for him. If he started. I would have had more respect for him if he started doing more of these independent films, though. But maybe there's something about Chris Pratt. I don't know about more behind the scenes, but from what I could tell from the outside surface, I'm looking too deeply into him because I really only know him from. Was it Community or Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec, right? That that was the one. I don't know. My sister was into it. I liked Thirty Rock, and I liked How I Met Your Mother over the other shows on that network. Anyway, Chris Pratt's prominence in movie roles has greatly been diminished. Go back to his release dates over the years, and you'll see the decline. People quit working with him because he's outspoken, and he's also posted shit on social media, like, don't tread on me, he's openly criticized vaccine, like, mandates and shit, he's also posted a lot of shit making fun of the current president, something you don't see a lot of people who actively run in Hollywood circles, but again, he's still adjacent to all these really corrupt individuals, and while I do like seeing the pushback, and I do see how they're pushing back on him, and it makes me like him, because if they're pushing back on you this hard, it at least lends credibility to your character as far as I'm concerned, until I know otherwise. Then, you know, you get a movie like this that comes out, and it's calling out the exact same creeps in Hollywood. You know, like the people that they just went on a Chris Pratt rant for no fucking reason. But, you know, you, you have these actors, you've been pushed out like James Woods, Hollywood darling James Woods, conservative, supported Bush, then went against the war in Iraq, and all of a sudden... The right attacked him back in the day. And then, you know, he came back, had a little boom. I think largely things like Family Guy jokes about him. Anyway, he had a boom. He came back, started doing more and more films in like 2008 to 2013. And then around 2015-ish, around there, he started liking Trump. And then he got persecuted by the left as well. Wild how that fucking shit played out. But he's pushed out of Hollywood. You got Jim Voigt or John Voigt. You know, and you got all these other actors that have just either been kicked out of Hollywood, weren't part of the boys club, or they're just, you know, an old school actor that was just like, yeah, I'm not living on the dole anymore. I don't I don't need to play your fucking boys club politics anymore and I can just speak out. A la like Mel Gibson. 
you know, and then now people like Mel Gibson too, speaking of people who are being pushed out of Hollywood, they're coming out and making movies, and I can't wait to see what he's got going on. And they're shaking up the whole fucking scene right now. And these movies are going to be released independently. And I think with the allure that you're going to get a lot more of these more, uh, I don't know, I think in the coming days, or coming years, I mean, maybe over the next five to ten years, you might see a split where you'll have, like, the very left wing. Like, look what's going on in states right now. You know, you, you have bl- states that are were blue becoming bluer while the more red or purple voters of that state flee to red states, making those states in turn either dark, dark red, ter- either turning these light red states dark red or turning dark red states, you know, a slightly lighter shade of red, but still a red state. And as we saw from the people who fled during 2020 and those states went a little bit light, some states went a little bit lighter and some states went a little bit darker during the 2020 midterms, you can cross the board, these red states went darker. You know, so in 2020, we saw these, these these light blue states get darker. We saw dark red states get lighter. 2020 or 2022 midterms, cross the board, blanketed. All the red states got darker. So I imagine the same thing would have to apply to the market, right? Free markets would apply that. I mean, Milton Friedman's put similar thesis forward so i would uh i would like to lean on that for a second and say you'd probably end up with a like the woke demigodic type sold out hollywood class that is imploding that is collapsing but they do have a lot of finances and financiers sorry and backers and overseas interests with china and certain shady business deals in the background that will keep it up not to mention all the you know and I don't say this in like a culty way, though there's a lot of cult shit behind the scenes in Hollywood. I mean, look at Megan Fox talking about how she drinks, uh, drinks, uh, ML, uh, what's his name? BB Gun Karen, is that his name? Uh, Squirt Gun Joe? What, or, uh, oh no, 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 uh, Machine Gun Kelly. That's who it is. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm thinking, uh, Water Gun Pete. Anyway, she talks about how she drinks his blood with a silly straw. I swear to God, you can go find that clip. That's your homework if you don't believe me. She talks about how she drinks his blood with a fucking silly straw, guys. Wild. So that kind of shit has to be more prominent. Now they're just... Well, you got these people crazy enough to be talking about it in public and shit. And then you got, like... What's his name? Not Sam Harris, but whatever the gay Brit dude doing, like, the demon dancing and shit is. And, you know, I know it's all for shock value, but back in the day, it was shocking. It was like a... Whoa, but now it's not shocking. We see it every day, and you know I'm not that phased by it. I'm, I'm one of the Lutherans that I, I recognize it's just for shock value, though I am disturbed more by the implications that society is no longer shocked by it. So the shock value is kind of subsided to the point where it's just basically ego worship and demon dancing at this point with no artistic intention. If it actually had a shock impact, I could get behind it, but it doesn't. Why? Because thanks to these people wanting to push that shit so hard, we're all so desens- desensitized to it that now we're just like, oh, look, washed up has-been or C or B-list celebrity is doing a thing now with demons and dildos and shit. Oh, boy. Whatever. It's a fucking Tuesday at this point. Whereas back in the day, people like Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis you know, they release a couple songs and then they hook up with their, they marry their cousin, something that, by the way, I know I know it's fucked up, but Mark Twain did it. Edgar Allan Poe did all these great American writers and and authors and all these people married their cousins and first cousins and second cousins and shit. And none, none of, no one bitches about it. No one talks about it. No one complains about it. But 
you know, Jerry Lee Lewis, because he was a rock star at the time, that was, like, an early, early, like, he was the guy that caught all that rock music is the devil's music brunt. He was the one that all that shit was levied against. So when they found out that he hooked up with his fucking cousin, who I think, what, was she, like, 16, 17, which even then, like, I know, I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying, you go, oh God, this is gonna sound so bad, I'm starting to sound like fucking Vosh suddenly. Anyway, what I'm saying is, you know, you look at the context, you can point out to a million people back uh, back that time in Hollywood, or in just, like, you know, respected circles at the time who did the exact same thing. But, because he was, a, you know, he was an out-there rock star. You know, he was wearing the, the fucking deep, uh, Rebel Without a Cause, Pop Jack and shit. He was a, he was a shocking, he, he, he was a, a lightning bolt through pop culture at the time. And people hated him for it. And now... That kind of shit is just like a, oh, that's so minute. Oh, oh, that's uh, okay. Well, it's a shame. Sucks. Another Hollywood weirdo. But hey, at least he's not drinking. At least he's not talking about drinking blood and dancing to demons, right? You know, hey, it is what it is. Like the bar has been pushed, society, societally speaking, so far in the degenerate direction. I and we are seeing a pushback, and this film being successful is a fucking pushback, a major one we've been need needing, sorry, needing to see for a very long time, and one that I've been seeing on this show is coming since like 20, uh, 2021, 2020-ish area. I've been optimistic about this. I've been saying there's a twenty sixteen type vibe in the air for the last two and a half years at least, and as time goes on, more and more, I think maybe perhaps some of you at home who maybe didn't believe me are starting to see what I'm seeing. But I've been ranting for God way too long. Let's get let's continue on to it. But no, this is why they don't want this film to be talking about. This is uh they don't want to promote it to an audience because a lot of these outlets that are also left wing, you know, they're also crippled. They're losing audience members more and more by the fucking day. It's no secret at this point. Right at this point. And with that, they can't afford to even give bad publicity to something new. They can continue to harp and bitch about things that are old, that their audience that remains has been long since programmed and hardwired to hate and believe is true. But with new things like a movie, and their friends are seeing it too, you know? If they write a good review, it's going to raise more social awareness of this. So that a lot of these people and their backers and financiers don't want people looking at it because people start looking at it, start getting interested in it, they're like, oh, well... You know, this movie's got me kind of curious. You know, I didn't put a lot of stock in that Epstein stuff because all my crazy friends are talking about it. But, you know, I, 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 maybe I should look into him. I'm not saying that's going to necessarily happen. It's a hypothetical that could potentially happen where their friends go researching, looking into it. And it's like, oh, or, or their audience goes looking into it. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, why, why was George Soros so affiliated with Epstein? Wait, why was my favorite politician? Wait, why was my favorite Hollywood actor? Why was my favorite banking system, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase and a bunch of other big banks. PNC had a suspiciously large rise back in the day. Anybody remember how that just kind of popped up out of nowhere back in the day? Yeah, weird, funny, huh? Might be an answer for that if you look hard enough. If you look hard enough. Anyway, <sighs> you know, so they just don't want people raising a lot of questions. It's just, it's a nasty topic, and too many people are involved in it, too many people are implicated in it, and it would just, ugh, you know, it's a lot to deal with. And if they were even write a bad review, you know, it could still inspire people like, well, I'm going to go watch it and dunk on these people. 
Because there's people on the left with my same mentality. Like, I read the Communist Manifesto so I could fucking hate it properly. There are people out there on the left who will go to a thing to hate watch it, a la all the people pulling stunts, getting people, you know, moved out of theaters, supposedly. I haven't looked that hard into it. But, you know, so if they write a bad review, could spark interest. Their audience goes to see it and they like it. They're going to lose audience members because their, their reviews are going to be like, oh, this movie sucks and it's QAnon. And then people go see it. They're going to be like, I didn't really get that vibe. I don't know. Did, did you get, is this Q? I don't, what the fuck? You know, it's just not, there's no way to play with this movie if, if you're one of these sold out legacy media outlets where it doesn't backfire on you and help this film raise more money and more awareness for this cause. That's, again, that's why they're trying to push so hard. You can't do anything by watching this movie. You watch this movie, you can't do anything. You, you you think watching this movie you're 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 gonna make change? You you think you can stop 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 human trafficking by watching a movie? You're stupid. Raising awareness doesn't stop anything. And it's like, dude, cope harder. A proceeds from this film actually raise money for the underground railroad system, which you know is the nonprofit charity organization that gets kids out of these horrific situations around the globe. Furthermore, and, and again, they also are buying, like, the movie producers, if you can't afford to donate tickets, you sign a thing on their website, I'll, and, and it it's, like, a little promotion saying, yeah, hey, you know, QR code, I want somebody to go see this movie, and they'll donate a movie ticket on your behalf, you know? And a lot of people were like, well, that inflates its, its, its seats. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't necessarily, like, raise it money because money that's being put into the film from ticket sales are also being recycled to buy other people movie tickets to go see the film. So it kind of cuts out their profit. So that's not a valid argument. And furthermore, when any of these sold-out shitty artists do like a promo where it's like, Yes, bitch, my pussy popping, booty dropping, sniffleless licking mixtape is free when you buy this booty juice bottle of hoochie nanny booty juice vodka martini bottles. Scan the QR code on the back, bitch. Get a free album. No one talk. No one wants to bitch about that, right? Lizzo, any of these sold out fucks, any of these fat, ugly, unfuckable whores, and garbage industry plants and nepo babies. They do that shit all the time. You see a little QR code. Oh, you get a free song, and it counts as a play, and it gets out on the fucking billboards. And no one, no one talks about having Matt removed. No one says, "Oh, we gotta drop Adele's song from the Billboard's Hot 100 because like." 60% of those views came from a promotion she did where people scanned a QR code that got triggered right to the music video or whatever. It's not a natural view, right? That, that's your whole argument? Oh, well, you know, people are being given movie tickets. They're not buying movie tickets, so that's not fair. All right, fine. Apply that to every fucking department. You're going to start seeing how bad people actually perform. You're going to see how uninterested in a lot of these musicians people really are. So have fun with that. It's such a weak fucking argument. I, I, I've read nothing besides Cope Post about this movie, and it's insane. Because I saw it on July 4th, I didn't think shit of it. I'm like, oh, this is a really good movie. It's a really heavy movie. I mean, I'll watch it once, but now I'm sitting here and I'm watching, I'm knee deep in articles where people are like, oh, this is QAnon. This is, this is, this is dad's brain worm movies. And it's like, shut up. Shut up. You're the same media that lied for, that lied for at least six years and covered up for over Two and a half decades, Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You have nowhere to virtue stand on anything close to the pedophile topic because of how in bed 
in how entwined interest-wise you are with a lot of these fucking creeps. That's why the Hollywood reporters and the TMZ guys and all these movie companies and all these investigative journalists did not touch Weinstein until they could afford to get rid of him. You had all these actors and actresses who were all touched and harmed by him. They didn't come forward. No, they kept their fucking mouth shut. They said they didn't say shit because they didn't want to get in trouble. They didn't want they didn't want to shake the boat. Not a virtuous one there. But they're gonna come here and tell you how bad you are for going and supporting an independent film. Why? Because it cuts from their bottom fucking dollar and raises awareness for something that makes them feel very fucking called out. Okay, rant over. I can go all day about this. I've had a lot of arguments with people. I've, I've officially ran into some people that are, like, pushing. I, I, I've had, guys, probably been four or five people I've, I've talked to uh, recently where someone's like, hey, you, you see that new uh, Insidious film? I'm like, I don't, I'm not really into, like, The Conjuring film. It's not The Conjuring. I'm like, it's, it might as well be. It's one of those. And they're like, oh, well, you should, you, you probably went and watch Sound of Freedom. Yeah, I did, actually. I don't usually see many movies, but I did go out and see that one, yeah. And this dude got mad. Started an incident at fucking Myers earlier because of it. Started yelling and self checkout. I was like, "Holy shit!" Tell me it's political season. Tell me it's political season, guys. In the case of New York Times, Sound of Freedom has been effectively wiped off the face of the earth. Not only has the paper of a record declined to review the movie. Never forget that they've also said there were weapons of mass destruction. And then when they got called out, they said, "Oh well, George Bush told us to write it." And we stand by it. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, it has mentioned that the movie, in any form in its entertaining reporting, not even a box office report, a search of the paper's site shows, a blackout comes to Sound of Freedom outperformed expectations on its opening day, placing number one at the domestic box office and outgrossing Disney's Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny while playing on a far while playing on far fewer screens. It's like 2,500-ish. For the weekend, the movie ranked number three at the box office with 18.2 million, again, surpassing Indy 5, Indiana Jones. The Indy 5 is also a race. In terms of the per-screen averages, it remains unclear if Sound of Freedom distributor Angel Studios made the movie available for critics to screen prior to release. I believe this was... Uh, there's an interview with Jim Caviezel where he does say that this was audience, this was audience tested before it was released. The distributor didn't, rep, uh, didn't reply to a request for comment from Breitbart News. Well, you're Breitbart News. I wouldn't reply to comment to you, as far as I know. In the case of movies that don't uh, don't screen for critics, news outlets frequently send reviewers to cinemas the day the movie opens to run a review on the following to run a review the following day or week. Sound of Freedom currently holds a ninety nine percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and a notch on an A plus cinema score rating. God damn do you know how rare that is these days? A let alone for an independent film. And when I say independent film, I'm not talking about, well, it's independent. Don't you see A24 on a screen? I know I keep referencing A24, but they're like, you know, the regular person's fake independent film. Yeah, they're fake with their massive, massive, they're, they're uh, independent with their massive, massive, massive budgets. Based on 
The life and career of Tim Ballard, Sound of Freedom, stars Jim Caviezel as Homeland Security agent who quits his job in order to bring child traffickers to justice. The movie has shel- was shelved indefinitely by the Walt Disney Company when it was it was acquired by 21st Century Fox producers uh, and spent the next three years... <laughs> yeah, that's actually really a shame. Anyway... The movie was shelved indefinitely by the Walt Disney Company when it was acquired by 21st Century Fox. Producers spent the next three years extricating the movie from Disney's hands and raising money to release it. The few professional critics who have reviewed it uh, were mixed in their reaction. Check their search histories. Vanity Fair, Vanity's Owen Gilberman called it, quote, a compelling movie that shines an authentic light on one of the crucial criminal horrors of our time. One that Hollywood has mostly shied away from. But Rolling Stones jeered that the movie calling it a train for QAnon believers. Shut up, shill. Now, let's look at some comments before we move. Uh, okay, let's look at a couple comments and then we're going to wrap it up here. Jet Rink. Only the most juvenile clowns are still talking about QAnon. The Easter Bunny has more street cred. <laughs> God damn. Hey, and talk about the James Dean thing, right? Holy shit. One of the quinky dinkies. Uh, Boricius says, At this point, a lot more liberals believe in QAnon con- than conservatives ever did. They need that conspiracy bait for their narratives. And Mad Dog. That's funny. You know a guy who went by a Mad Dog Madison back in the day. QAnon is the boogeyman for the left. Where are they? I never met one person. I know one person. I know one person. I can say that. I know one fucking person who, who buys the shit. And they listen to the show. So they're going to be some shit the next, tomorrow for this. I don't see them on blogs such as this. They don't appear on cable news shows. Uh, for such a, a hard-to-find group, they sure manage to have uh, have outsized influence. How? Answer. Imagination. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, it depends. If you go look on, like, not Reddit, but if you go look at, like, uh, you know, like, poll and certain 4chan things, you'll see, like, I think they're feds. I'm pretty certain they're feds, but you'll see, like, a, a glowing thread pop up where it'll be like... Hey, Q bros. And it's like, I can never tell if they're being ironic or if it's a fed, so I just never engage. Anyway, I'm there for, like, the zesty memes. I usually only go, only go to poll after, like, a major political thing happens. Just for the memes. Get uh, ideas and whatnot for thumbnails. Anyway, that being said, I've been your host, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. And I... Hi! Welcome to YouTube. Thanks, it's great to be here. I'm just gonna upload my video right now. Let me see it first. Oh, wow. No, you can't post that. Why not? I don't agree with that. Nope. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm uploading my video. All right, that's a warning, pal. Dude, you need to relax. Flag! What? Okay, you wanna get crazy? Boom, boom, double flag. There goes your video. Did you just cancel me? Alright, I'm gonna be leaving now. Where are you going? To a place where I can't get cancelled and they celebrate free speech. <laughs> uh, but in fantasy land. It's not fantasy land, it's called Rumble. Later, pal.
Did you need these back? Yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you, good luck, buddy. Thanks.